It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay, hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today, I'm talking to Lance Montgomery here in British Columbia, who is a business leader, and he's grown global teams and brands for over 15 years. He is a visionary and business leader and has worked with companies from early stage to acquisition, leading multiple agency teams, and uh, really the most recent, including the largest telco uh, in Canada. Right now, though, he's pursued an entrepreneurial journey, which we're going to learn a little bit about today. And uh, one thing I just have to acknowledge is, is, you know, Lance's business was an idea 18 months ago, launched a whole entire platform six months ago, and has already publicly traded. So let's, uh, that's my wow factor. That's fantastic. So uh, Lance, just great to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. How'd you get to where you are today? Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I think everybody in life always has an idea, and you know, you, you, every day you walk around, you see something, you think of something. But uh, I think the difference between most people and and entrepreneurs is taking a swing for it. Um, right. You know, I had an idea. Um, it was a personal problem. Um, I tried to find a solution. Uh, I couldn't find a solution. I wasn't happy with the solutions in the industry, so I made a decision to solve an industry problem, and uh, that's brought us to where we are today. And so you've gone from being sort of corporate, working in a corporate environment to now, you know, CEO and founder on your own. How was that transition? Yeah, it was always something that I had in the back of my mind. I always wanted to be my own boss. And I think everybody always does. I'm not a fan of punching a clock. I don't like being stuck to a schedule. Um, I like being able to have a big voice and opinion in the room as to what we're doing, why we're doing it, and how we're doing it. I wanted something to be sort of my own. And uh, this gave me that opportunity. And I, I always knew throughout my career, I've been in senior level roles for a long time. I always knew there was gonna be a time where I was gonna be running my own business and, and finally did. Curious, how did you know? What was, what was the fire in your gut? What's the, what are your influences? I, I always looked at the owners of the companies that I worked with or you know, the, the senior level management. And I always, the question I always ask is, why can't I do that job? There was never any reason why I couldn't. I, I always learned along the way and figured out you know, what to do, what not to do, what mistakes other people have made and you know, kind of decided I won't make those mistakes. But it was always something where I wanted to have the ability to make decisions and build something um, that was near and dear to my heart. Tell me a little bit more specifically about Hey Brian. What is the problem that you're solving in the industry and, and why does it mean so much to you? Yeah, so Hey Brian is a, a marketplace app. Um, it's an app that connects homeowners and home service experts. Um, I saw a massive opportunity in the space to you know, really help uh, these experts that are already doing this work, uh, whether it's through Craigslist or any other means, uh, referrals from friends, um, but really changing the perception of this industry and bringing an end-to-end -end platform and solution to the market that gives homeowners the peace of mind that they can get these small tasks done around the house um, you know, with confidence, knowing that these people are vetted, they've gone through criminal checks, background checks, their quality of their work is good. 
Um, it can be done on their time, on their schedule. No money changes hands. Um, you know, the easy way to think of it is Uberization for the whole maintenance field. Um, I think this is an industry that really needed the perception changed and needed to be disrupted. And uh, I see a huge opportunity for it. I agree with you. I think that needs disruption. I'm just going to say that, you know, there's been some platforms, like you say, Craigslist or Angie's List or, or something in the past. One thing that I feel particularly attracted to your product in the market is the pre-qualification, right, of tradesmen, because isn't that everybody's everybody's biggest fear is, you know, you invest some money and the job's not done to your satisfaction with your most valuable asset, which is your your home, physical asset, right, your home. So how, how do you pre-qualify? Um, you know, that was one of the biggest challenges in building this business um, is ensuring that we are bringing trust to the homeowner and ensuring that we're putting good quality people into people's homes. Um, you know, this business came from an idea um, where my dishwasher was broken at home and my wife was at home. And, and I wanted the confidence that if I called a company that the person going into the house is, is not going to be a criminal, is you know, not going to steal things from my home or put my family at risk. So in going through the process of building it, this was sort of the number one thing we needed to solve. Um, looking at the industry into what options there are out there and how to build this into the platform, we came across a company actually based out of Victoria, uh, which is called Certain. Um, Certain is an AI-based company um, that we've tied directly into the app that does background checks, criminal checks, and ID verification. Um, how it happens is you take a picture of your driver's license front and back, as well as a selfie. Um, and what that does in real time is it does a credit check, criminal check, and background check, and ID verification. Um, so that gives us all of the, you know, uh, verification right in app that we know who this person is. We know they don't have a criminal record. We know that they have good credit and we're good to send them into somebody's Fantastic. home. And then the quality of the work is based on ratings and reviews. So we put yeah. that into the control of the customers to the more work they do, the better work they do, they're going to appear at the top of the list. So what is the service that you're providing to the tradesmen? Um, we're basically providing a platform that brings the business to them and gives them the convenience to set their own schedule, set their own rate, work where they want, when they want. Um, you know, I keep going back to Uber and uh, only because it's a very uh, relevant comparison. But, you know, there's people who work full time, but are also Uber drivers in the evening and maybe turn it on yes. for an hour on their home and do a few rides. We're kind of bringing that same value to the home maintenance experts because we're, we're finding people who are retired, who are just general handymen, who want to work three days a week and only want to work 10 kilometers from where they live. We give them that ability. We also bring the marketing uh, to them. Yes. So they don't have to go out and spend money on Google ads or post ads on Craigslist. Don't worry about uh, you know, money changing hands, checks bouncing, um, schedule changes, things like that. We kind of bring an all-encompassing platform to the experts and we bring the business to them. So basically, you're providing all of the business foundational services to the tradesmen so that they can go ahead and just do the work that they love doing. That's exactly it. You, we want to provide these people the ability to go and do what they're good at. I'm not painting everybody with the same brush, but you know, most electricians out there are probably not the best marketers or probably not the best accountants <laughs> right. um, or probably not the most organized people. So you know, they're good at doing electrical work. Let's have them focus on doing good quality work. Absolutely. And so you're both brokering trust and you're brokering business. So I, I love the platform. Anyway, I haven't used it myself yet, but uh, I love the idea. I'm excited about the possibility of it coming uh, to NetIMO. Speaking of that, where are you Where are you operating now? What are your, your key markets? Right now we're in Vancouver and Toronto, both cities. 
Uh, we started with a, a beta launch uh, in Vancouver to just kind of test the platform and, and learn. Uh, we then did a full-scale press launch with Brian himself in Toronto in March. That included uh, live on-air interviews at Global News, CTV Morning Live, CP24, Breakfast Television, and that's when we really went loud and proud. Um, and we're actually planning as we speak, we just walked out of a meeting this morning, uh, to plan to launch our next city. Um, and our plan in 2020 is to go across Canada and every urban center. How can communities support you in coming to their region? Um, I think it's, it's more, you know, our whole business is based on data. So, um, you know, we see a lot of, of potential cities or potential customers who are responding to our social posts or sending us direct messages saying, when are you coming to this city? Um, so really, it's a matter of outreach um, by the community saying, we would love this service. There's lots of opportunity here. And what we do is we assess that data to make a smart business decision. Um, there's nothing saying that we can't be in every small community in every major city, um, but we have to be careful. Um, we don't want to overextend ourselves and overpromise. But if we see the demand is there, um, and that's what people can do to help us is show us the demand, um, and then we'll investigate is there enough home maintenance experts in that space because we have to go through a recruitment phase uh, to get them in the platform and then we can launch. Awesome. Tell me about Brian. How did Brian come into your formula? Who is Brian and why is he such an important part of your yeah, this, the, this was kind of uh, the, the light bulb moment and, and really the story that everyone always wants to hear and know about. Um, you know, Brian Baumler is one of the most, or not one of, the most trusted home maintenance or contractor in Canada. He has seven TV shows. He's, he's known everywhere he goes. Um, I've walked downtown Toronto with him and every two seconds someone wants a picture with him. Um, but anyways, how, how he got involved in the business is when I originally came up with the business idea, I named the company FastTask Technologies, which just for uh, no given reason, just I thought it was a good opportunity and a good name. Um, but as I started to kind of build out our marketing plan and our launch plan, the cost to market with some unrecognized brand was really going to be tough to drive consumer confidence. And we'd have to spend a ton of money to get our brand out there. Um, and one day I was driving to work and I just got this light bulb moment of, you know, and a really easy way to minimize cost and to really bring confidence to the consumer is to add a celebrity to this. Um, and my immediate thought was Brian. Every time I turn on my TV on HGTV, <laughs> he's on another show or he's at a home show or he's you know on, it, on the TV screen at every RBC across Canada. Um, but the million dollar question was, how do I get a hold of this guy? I don't know him from a hole in the ground other than seeing him on TV. So I went to brianbaumler.ca. Um, and went to contact and there was a contact form there and I filled out a two paragraph little sales pitch about you know the disruption I'm looking to do um, and the next day I got a phone call from a 416 number and it was Brian and he basically said I absolutely love this idea um, I would love to support it I'd love to put my name behind it let's talk so uh, fast forward a couple of weeks I was in Toronto having breakfast with him and uh, we decided to change the company name to Hey Brian which is a bit of a two-sided play uh, one is a playoff of Hey Siri and Hey Alexa and Hey Google. Uh, the other is that's what Brian gets asked 20 times a day is Hey Brian, do you know about? So that's where it all came from. We've heard a little bit where you've come from. What's, uh, what's the vision for, um, you said as far as controlled rollout, how fast and furious are you looking to, to grow your business? Um, it, it's all based on, you know, how much money we have to spend. The more we can put into marketing, the quicker we can grow. You know, we've added a new CMO to the team, Ken Bell, who's a very seasoned marketing executive. 
And we've actually built a predictable marketing plan where we know exactly if we put a million dollars in the top, we know exactly how many customers that's going to drive us and exactly how much revenue that's going to drive us. So um, the more we can put in the top, the more we get out of the bottom, the quicker we can grow. But our launch strategy is fairly simple. It's really a two-pronged strategy. We go do a recruitment drive through social and digital marketing, uh, and then we launch to the consumer, and then we manage the marketplace. And are you happy to talk about capital a little bit? What's been your uh, capital raising experience? My experience has been kind of learn as you go. It's it's a tough thing to do. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there looking for for money, and we're all competing for the same money. Um, but being public really gives us that catalyst and that engine. Uh, to tap into the capital markets. Um, we've recently hired our new CFO, which is Blair Jordan. Uh, he comes from Echelon, the capital market space. He understands the capital markets very, very well. So really leaning on him to help drive the capital markets and fundraising nice. strategy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about where and how you work. So you're Vancouver based. Uh, you're in your office today. So you actually have physical bricks and mortar space for your team. Yep. How big is your team? Uh, right now we have 15 people. All encompassing from creative director to design to uh, QA to development to customer service to marketing, data scientists, um, HR, everything. Everything is in-house. And do you have any remote workers at this point? Our CMO advisor is actually based in Montreal, um, but he comes out here once a month where we have strategy sessions. And, you know, that's the beauty of it being 2019 and technology is you really all don't need to be in the same room. You know, we have that luxury, but um, I, I do enjoy having the team all here together and all working together. It just makes for making decisions and getting things done quicker. Great, so the, the physically walking past each other in conversations about a coffee pot are really important. That's where ideas come from, right? You know, I'll be sitting my come up with an idea and I can walk directly out to our head of marketing and say, hey, what about this? Um, there's value to that. Absolutely. What about as you expand? Do you, I mean, do you have a team in Toronto? No, not not yet. No. Okay, uh, so you're you've launched in two markets. So you do you anticipate keeping your all of your team in Vancouver and just having a presence in, in other communities? Um, I think we may look at potentially opening up a customer service division in Toronto, um, just given the time zones um, and the market in Toronto is is quite a bit larger. But right now, we're just going to stick with with Vancouver and see where it goes. So you don't necessarily need a team in the locations where you have a brand presence? No, not really. Um, you know, the, the only outreach we get from customers and home maintenance experts is either through our live chat, uh, direct by phone, by email, um, and we have our customer service team here uh, yeah. that manages all those hours. Any global aspirations? Absolutely. Um, you know, Brian and I get asked this a lot in a lot of our interviews of, you know, is this a global play? Um, and at the end of the day, people's homes are a global play. So if there's nothing stopping us. I think the only thing that is going to prove as a bit of a challenge is different taxes, different laws, you know, different languages. Um, so that's all things we need to consider as we continue to, to develop the app. Talking about the, some of those potential red tape barriers, uh, is there anything kind of front and center that if you could like take a magic eraser to and, and say this is you know the biggest piece of red tape in, in the construction side of things or in the home maintenance side of things, what would you love to see wiped off out of the red tape scene? In, in this small task space, there really isn't much. I think if you ask Brian about you know the large contracting and renovation space, he could probably give you about 20 things that he would right. like to see wiped off. 
but you know we're, we're really focusing on the little you need a, a room painted or a door uh, installed or a, a faucet replaced uh, there's really not a lot of red tape um, okay. the one big thing for us is we want to ensure that our electricians and plumbers have their tickets that they have business insurance things like that and that's just the process we need to go through manually Let's talk a little bit about what's your insights as a CEO and entrepreneur. What's, what's kind of a little bit of your daily routine? What keeps you inspired and motivated and keeps your energy high in Vancouver? Well, I think the one thing is uh, my dreams are a little different now. Um, they used to be really fun and I'd win the lottery or, you know, beach. <laughs> and now all I dream about is the business and, and, you know, what we're doing next and where we're going. Um, you know, so a day in the life of what I do is, is really here to support the team. Um, my job as a CEO is to make decisions. I hire smart people in, in certain areas because they're experts at what they do. I am not a creative director. I am not a CTO. I am not a developer. Um, and that's why I have people in, in those roles. Um, and really the way that I run the business is I let those people drive the business. Um, and when decisions need to be made, I get involved and I make the end decision um, and kind of drive the strategy alongside with our CMO and CFO and our senior executive team. Um, that's really where we kind of come as a team uh, to make collective decisions. So Lance, you're based in uh, Vancouver specifically. What, uh, what inspires you, you know, in Vancouver? Is the particular activity, recreation, favorite restaurant, where you love to get energized? Uh, I'm a big golfer, um, and I like sandwiches. So, uh, you know, Vancouver gives me the ability to uh, golf potentially year-round. Um, and probably the number one place to eat for me is a little uh, sandwich shop called Say Hey, uh, which is down in Gastown, and that's usually my go-to. And what about uh, your personal motivation? What do you have a like a inspirational quote on your computer or your wall that you know that's your affirmation every day? Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Um, I've had the same one for a long, long time. Um, and it's always tomorrow's the future, yesterday's the past, today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's a Christmas card in the making. <laughs> and um, any must-read books that uh, have been a great source of, I guess, innovation or inspiration for you? Um, I read a lot of books. Um, I'm a big biography guy. Um, so I always read on inspirational people. I, I can't name specific ones. Uh, the, the recent ones, uh, I would say, but there's actually a swear word on the front of the book, um, and I can't really say that, but uh, there's many people who will know what it is. Is it uh, Richard Branson's one? No. Um, no? I, I think I have it right here. And who's the author? Mark Manson? Mark Manson. He's the same author as did The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And what's the, <laughs> what's the takeaway sentiment that you loved about that book? I think just putting things into perspective, um, you know, it's really easy to get wrapped up into your own mind and uh, trust me, uh, leading a public company can take you down some rabbit holes and you need to unpack that. I just, I, I have a few more questions about that, but I've just got to ask, give me one soundbite as far as the experience of, of having a public company, you know, not, not, not everybody gets to that level and you've launched out of the gates publicly. Yeah, I think it's a whole new world. Um, you're, you're reporting to a, a whole new audience. Um, you know, when you're a private company, it's it's very easy to you know just just manage your your time, your schedule, your day, the business, make decisions without having to announce that out to the public. Whereas right. when you're running a public company, you're you're really reporting to the shareholders and and to the shareholder community. What is the most must attend event on your uh, radar? 
Um, I'm actually going down to a capital markets event uh, in the Bahamas uh, in January. Um, that's where uh, a lot of brokers go and, and people invested or interested in investing in tech stories. That's an important conference for us and I think it's going to be something that's going to help drive a lot of interest in, in the capital markets for us. Any particular professional associations that if uh, you were somebody in tech or somebody in, um, in the trades in Vancouver that, that you would recommend? Um, Tech Vancouver is one that I've spoken at um, and that I'm a part of. Um, I think that's a, a, a great um, industry and, and they hold some really good events because there's a lot of people in the tech space who are either just coming into tech or are uh, trying to build their businesses themselves. Um, so a lot of uh, great resources that I can tap into uh, throughout that association. Nice. And are they, um, is that a membership-based organization, Tech Vancouver? Is. Okay, cool. Awesome. And what about any sort of time-saving tools that you use personally? Um, I'm a big fan of voice uh, notes. So I leverage Siri a lot to uh, keep me in check. Uh, whenever I think about something or I have something that's on my to-do list, uh, I don't write things down. I just tell Siri to put it in my calendar as a reminder. Um, so that thing's constantly going off, but it keeps me in check. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like a mini virtual assistant, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Any last minute comments that you'd love to share with an audience, knowing that we have thousands of listeners across Canada that are either business decision makers or entrepreneurs that you'd love to share with them about the trends coming up? Um, I, I, I don't specifically want to talk about the trends. I think, you know, if there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening to this, I think the key message I would say is, is don't give up. Um, it's very easy as an entrepreneur to, you know, run up against a brick wall and, and think it's over and throw up your arms and, and give up on things, but persistence is key. Um, and the second thing is surround yourself with a good team. Get the right people in the right roles that are really good at what they do, um, and you focus on what you're good at. That's been the key to uh, Hey Brian getting to where it is today. Fantastic. Uh, Lance, how can we get a hold of you post-podcast? What's the, what's the most effective or quickest way to get to you? Uh, best way to reach me is just through email. Uh, it's lance at heybrian.com. Um, and I can always be reached uh, either through uh, our invest email as well. That comes to me directly uh, or just through email. Thank you so much for joining us, Lance. I look forward to seeing Hey Brian rolled out across Canada. I think it's a service that every community can take advantage of. So let us know how we can help you. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.